Hey family, welcome to the If Nothing Else podcast. My name is Nate. I'm blessed. I'm excited that you are here, but let's just dive in. Uh, There's a lot I want to say, and I I just want to make sure that I get it out. Um, Over the past few weeks, I've been going through the book of Exodus, uh, the second half of Exodus uh, at church, and it's it's been very eye-opening to say the least. Um, For those of you who may not have a background, Exodus speaks to um, God using Moses um, to help the people of Israel exit Egypt, exit out of slavery, and uh, start beginning their journey into the promised land. Now, the second half of the of the book is very important because um, as the, the people of Israel are experiencing this new freedom, they, they're forgetting what, what they just came out of, right? Uh, they were in, in slavery for a very long time, and God, using Moses, using miracles, um, allowed them the opportunity to step into freedom. But during the process of going into the promised land, they begin to complain. They begin to forget what was done, the grace and the mercy that was, that was uh, portrayed through this story. And God is, is consistently in this latter part of the book having to remind them who he is and what he's done. Now, what's interesting about this is as you read it, it's easy for you on the outside looking in to say, man, these people are crazy. How could they forget what they've been through? How could they forget such powerful move of God um, in their life? And after a while, you begin to realize that as humans, that is a, an ever-present part of not only the Bible, but just us in general. We are quick to forget his grace, his mercy, what he's brought us out of. And in that, uh, it is important for us to intentionally reflect and take a step back and say, God, I am grateful for everything you have done, everything you have taken me out of. And even in this process, I may not understand it completely, but I know that you are, uh, you are leading me to something better. As I begin to reflect on my life, the, the things that have shaped me, the situations that have made me into the man that I am today, I really started to think about that saying, taking it one day at a time. Now, if we truly understood what it took to fulfill our purpose, the process that it would take for us to find success and to live our God-given purpose, many of us uh, would be way too intimidated to even begin. Now, that's why the ups and the downs uh, in our purpose, it's important for us to trust that process. You've probably heard that cliche, but more importantly, we need to trust God's process. We need to trust that there is a plan that he knows what he is doing. And uh, at the end of the day, whether good, whether bad, whether ups, or down, peaks or valley, he will turn all things for good. Just remember uh, that in that purpose, we must stay uh, grounded into what he is doing. So I I would love to provide you with just a different perspective of staying in the moment. Okay. Uh, if you've ever gone through something difficult in your life, after you've looked back on that difficult situation, you probably ask, how in the world did I get through that? How in the world did I find the strength to continue in the face of such opposition or such trial or uh, just difficulty. 
And it makes me think of a specific time in my life, a very um, formidable aspect of not only my purpose, but just who I am as a man, right? I, uh, I decided in my junior year of college to join a fraternity. And for many of you, uh, you, you may know about fraternity life, specifically African-American fraternities that are very grounded in history and there's a why behind it. And I will be honest with you, I did not initially join for any of those things. I thought it was cool. I saw the movie Stomp the Yard and I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. Right. They get to dance. They get to wear cool, uh, cool jackets with some letters on them. They get to, you know, uh, stomp the yard to do all that crazy stuff. I want to be able to partake in that. That was my reason. Not a good reason, but it was my reason. And as I started to talk to people that I knew, they would say, are you sure you, you want to get into that? Do you know what it truly entails? Do you understand that there is a very long, arduous, hard process to get to the other side? And for me, I'm just like, yeah, I'm an athlete. I, I understand that there are some hard things you got to do and anything that's worth it uh, is going to take work, right? So yeah, I, I was down for it. I knew it was going to be difficult, but I mean, how hard could it actually be? Now, I'm, I'm, I'm eight, nine years removed from that. And I will tell you that the, that three or four months was one of the most difficult things that I've ever done in my life, mind, body, and spirit. I won't tell you what or how things were done. I will just tell you it was difficult. You could probably hear it in my voice. It was hard. It tested every fiber in my being at that point in time. And now uh, I, I will tell you, I have reaped some amazing benefits. I have some very close brothers, uh, men of God who I lean on very frequently. But if you were to ask me now, if I knew now what I needed to accomplish in order to get that end goal, I would uh, look you straight in the eyes and, and I'd be very honest with you. I said, I, I probably couldn't do it. I, I probably wouldn't even start the process if I knew all of the difficulties, all of the sleepless nights, all of the, the stress that I had to endure in order for me to make it to that other side to accomplish the goal. Uh, and, and I think this is a direct correlation to some of the successes that you've had in your life. You know, whether it was education, whether it's a title, whether it's part of your career, whether it's uh, raising a family, um, if you were to think back to what you had to go through to get to where you are today. And if you started back 10 years and you asked yourself, if you knew you had to go maybe through some depression, um, through some sickness, through, through some death in the family, uh, through a continual sin that you had trouble getting through, through rejection, would you continue? Would you still move forward if you only knew? And I would dare to say many of us, would be probably too intimidated to even start. Now, you know that in, in, in my talks, I have to bring it back to scripture because that's my worldview. And there's, there's just some beautiful lessons that you can learn. And when I think about a process to purpose, you've heard, you've heard me say this quite some time, I think directly of Joseph in the scriptures. Now, as I go through a very quick overview of this amazing man in the Bible, I, I hope that this would uh, encourage you, spark some curiosity to look into around Genesis 30 to, to 50, around 20 chapters 
and to study this on your own because it is truly remarkable. Now, Joseph was uh, one of Jacob's 12 sons. And you'll, you'll see and you probably remember, in, in, you know, in uh, vacation Bible school that, you know, they said that his father loved him more and that uh, he gave him a colored cloak. But it, it really is, is more than that. It continues to move forward. When, J- when Joseph was about 17 years old, he begins to activate in this gift where he is, has these inspired dreams. And he has this one dream where he's gathering grain in the fields with his brothers and Joseph's bundle of grain stands taller than all of his brothers and his brother's bundles of grain begins bowing down to Joseph's. Now that implicates that um, his brothers who were all older than him would one day bow down to him. That made them very angry. That made them very jealous, very resentful to the point where they sold him into slavery. He was then taken to Egypt and eventually became a steward to a man called Potiphar, uh, one of Pharaoh's official. Pharaoh was the, the head guy of Egypt at this time. We know that. And he was taken to Egypt and eventually became the, the, uh, the highest servant, the highest slave, had the highest status of this man Potiphar. But unfortunately, what took place is that Potiphar's wife began to try to seduce Joseph on multiple times was unsuccessful, but lied on his name and uh, had some false accusation. And in those false accusations, Joseph was then sent to jail. He was imprisoned. He's at his rock bottom. And in this, this time of probably asking why of all of these doubts, God, I've, I've, I've just been doing what you've told me to do yet. I, I still find myself getting lower and lower. Things get harder and harder. He was then remembered in prison and he had the ability to interpret Pharaoh's dream. And in interpreting Pharaoh's dream, Pharaoh said, you know what? I'm going to make you governor. You're going to be my second hand man um, because you uh, not only have an, an interpretation, but you have vision, you have leadership. And Joseph was able to wisely ration all of the country's produce to prepare for a very difficult time that would save a lot of people. Now, let's just let's just take a moment and let's back up. If we go to 17 year old Joseph, who was just given this gift and operating in this gift, you'd probably think, wow, this man has a life ahead of him. He has uh, success ahead of him. This is an incredible gift, but the opposite happens. He faces trials. He faces uh, difficult times. He faces rejection from his own family, jealousy from his own family. He was betrayed by the people that were closest to him and then continually finding moments where he is going lower and lower, farther and farther than what we would perceive to be his purpose. And I, 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 I used to love this, this saying that stuck with me for quite some time. We don't realize this, but God does not promote the way man promotes. The way that we visualize promotion is title by title, increase by salary, increase. But sometimes a promotion is God being able to entrust you with a difficult time. To be able to entrust you to embrace the hard moments to find good in it and to continue to serve him even in those difficult times. And that's what we see here with Joseph. He's given trial after trial and he still continues to use his gifts till eventually he is placed 
in a in a space where he's going to be able to utilize his gift to save people. Now, we see Joseph is now the governor. But here's where where things come full circle. This is where everything gets crazy. During the famine, the rest of his brothers come to Egypt and plead for Joseph so that they could have supplies, so that they could be fed because they are experiencing hard times now. And while they didn't recognize him at first, while there was some uncomfortability, I want you to go read it. While there was some moments where Joseph didn't really forgive in that moment, uh, things were reformed. Things came back to resolution. He was able to forgive his brothers. But can you imagine being face to face with the people that betrayed you for just living your, your life and operating in your gift and having to forgive them, but not only forgiving them, but saying, listen, I want you to come live with me. I want you to experience the success that I've experienced. I want you to be taken care of. It doesn't matter what you did. Let's live in the now and I have success and I now want you to have success. Many of us can't even fathom what that looks like. And the story comes all together in Genesis 50, 20, one of my favorite verses of all times. And it says this, you intended to harm me. This is Joseph speaking to his brothers. But God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done. The many savings of lives. You were jealous of me. You sold me. And in you selling me, it it created this whirlwind of a life that I never imagined. But can you just can you just visualize what's happening now? That at, at 17 year old. Joseph, he had this dream where his brothers were bowing down to him. And now years later, they are bowing down to him. But I bet if you were to ask him, hey, Joseph, if, if, did you ever think that it would take those turn of events for that dream to come true? He'd probably say no. Did you ever think you would face enslavement again? Or did you ever think that you would have to face rejection from your own family or be thrown in prison under false pretenses? For that dream to come true, he'd probably say, absolutely not. And, and I get encouraged when I, when I think about this story because there are a lot of moments in my life that I could have thought were moments of, like, like he says, evil or moments of misopportunity or moments where if I didn't take a step back to reflect, God was promoting me in those difficult moments. God was providing me an opportunity. And if I only knew that the depression that I faced, that the isolation that I faced, that some of the the more difficult moments that I'm not even ready to uh, explain on a podcast, if I knew that God would end up turning that for good so that I would be able to speak on a podcast today and speak life into other people, If I only knew that, maybe I would have embraced it a little bit more. Maybe I would have had a different perspective. Maybe I would have trusted God and remembered what he's done and who he is. I don't know. Again, I say this a lot. I don't know who this speaks to, but I will say that what you've gone through is not in vain. There is purpose to your pain. There is a reason that you've gone through very difficult moments. And I dare to say it's not only about you, but it could be for the benefit 
of someone else. And I'll leave, I'll leave it at that. There's the, there's some, I, I could go in another, I'll leave it at that. Maybe we may do a part two. Listen, family, I will say this. Uh, if this spoke to you, if this is something that resonated with you, hopefully it would resonate with someone else. Uh, pass this along to somebody who may need it um, and continue if you can to support in uh, leaving a review, leaving uh, a five star uh, comment on uh, iTunes or whatever platform that you listen to. But most of all, if you can share this with somebody who needs it the most, please do so, because we have to remind people of who God is and what he's done for us. Until next time, I love you all.